All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Our Oilers Nation Radio Pacific Division previews are delivered by DoorDash. Use the promo code ONRADIODD to get yourself 25% off and no delivery fees on your first order. DoorDash. Welcome to another division preview here on Oilers Nation Radio. I am Tyler Uremchuk. Another quick 15 to 20 minutes going over a division rival of the Oilers and what they got up to this offseason and just how much of a threat are they in the Pacific Division. Today's team... Well, they're not much of a threat at all, and that's the San Jose Sharks. The Sharks are coming off an abysmal season. In fact, it's been a couple of really, really rough seasons for the Sharks. They finished with a record of 32, 37, and 13, missing the playoffs once again. It's now been a couple of years for the San Jose Sharks out of the playoffs, three in a row to be exact. So three or four years ago, they were in the conference finals, losing to the St. Louis Blues, but three straight playoff misses for the Sharks led to some pretty big changes in their organization. Uh, They have a new head coach. It's David Quinn, the former bench boss of the New York Rangers, and their GM is a former Oiler. Mike Greer, who uh, they made history hiring him as well, the first black GM in NHL history as well. So Mike Greer is at the helm, but his first offseason was... I I would call it an underwhelming offseason. They traded away Brent Burns and they had to keep $2.7 million of his cap hit, $2.75 million of his cap hit. And they traded under the Carolina Hurricanes. And even though they kept that money, they really didn't get a lot in return. They got a low-level roster player in Steven Lorenz, a mid-tier prospect, and a conditional third-round pick. So for the quality of player Burns was, I get his cap hit was high, but... 
I, I felt like that was a trade that really didn't bring them back a ton of value. I, they have a problem with their aging blue liners, Eric Carlson and Mark Edward Velasic. You know, neither of them are living up to their contracts at 11.5 and $7 million respectively. And, you know, Burns, I think, was still living up to his contract, which is why I was surprised they didn't get a little bit more in return. But we are going to chat with J.D. Young from Locked on Sharks in a few minutes about that. Their forward group, uh, you know, Tomas Hurdle agreed to to a long term deal. He got that big eight year extension. Logan Couture is going to be around for a while, even though he's 33 and his best years in the NHL are behind him. Their best player, the player with the highest ceiling is probably Timo Meyer. $6 million and one year left on that deal. He's an RFA with Arbright at the end of the season. And that'll be a guy who I think you'll see at the top of a lot of Frank Cervalli's trade targets list throughout the season. If he doesn't get an extension done, he's a guy who, if the sharks decide at some point, Hey, we are kicking this thing into a full on rebuild. You could argue they probably should have done 12 months ago. Timo Meyer is a guy who could get you a couple of first round picks and a high end prospect. When you consider how good he is, point of game potential. He's got size. He's only 25 and he has team control this off season as well. So the interesting storylines for the sharks this season really have nothing to do with what they'll do on the ice. It's more of what they'll do off the ice as they look to set themselves up to maybe be competitive in two or three seasons. And honestly, that's kind of if things go well. So enough about me talking about the San Jose Sharks and what they did, or I suppose didn't do this off season. Let's get to JD Young for a little bit more insight. Continuing our Oilers Nation radio season previews and heading out to San Jose to chat a little Sharks with J.D. Young. He is from Locked on Sharks, Fear the Finn and SJ Hockey now. He covers the team like a blanket, J.D. It's a bit of a new era in San Jose. David Quinn behind the bench, Mike Greer, the former Oiler, now the GM. After a couple of years out of the playoffs, does it feel like kind of a breath of fresh air around this team and the fan base? Uh... We'll see about a breath of fresh air. Um, they, I, this this team, they Mike Greer, you know, as, as you mentioned, he was hired. They still want to try to make the playoffs, and they still want to be a competitive team. Um, but honestly, I, I just don't see it. <laughs> to be honest, if we're going to start from there, but you know, you can see the moves that he made. He wanted to try to, to be a more competitive team. You know, going into the season and and having just more competitive and competent NHL players on the roster, you know, training for Luke Kuhn and signing Oscar Lindblom, um, you know, uh, signing Matt uh, Benning to try to just kind of shore up this team and what's been a very top heavy team with those stars. You know, you have your Tomas Hurdles, your um, Timo Myers, Eric Carlson's Brent Burns. But I think Mike career, his plan is to try to have a more balanced team going into this season than what we've seen before. Is it going to be a breath of fresh air? That's a great question. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I feel like Oilers fans can offer like a support group of of sorts for Sharks fans, because sometimes the toughest part about going through a rebuild is, you know, having your team recognize that, hey, maybe a rebuild is needed here. The Oilers battled with that for an entire decade. Right. And you talked about the team maybe not being totally balanced. And when I look at that forward group, I mean, you mentioned it. Hurdle, Meyer, Couture. After that, they don't have another forward making more than $3 million next season. Who is that next wave of depth? Is there is there any sort of hope of a young guy in this lineup maybe stepping up for, for this team? Uh, I think most of the hope for the fan base is William Eklund, who was the seventh uh, overall pick in the 2021 draft. Uh, a lot of people thought he will eventually be the best player coming out of this draft, even with, you know, Matty Beniers um, and Owen Power uh, in the draft. But um, Eklund, you know, coming from Sweden, he 
has this very special, you know, IQ hockey sense. His his skills with a puck are something we haven't seen in San Jose in a while. Um, not the biggest of shooters, but definitely can run your power play and and find open guys. And you know, I think he's the guy that that we're as Sharks fans waiting to see for him to kind of take the next step. He played nine games with the the team last year. Um, looked solid in that time, but they sent him back to Sweden um, after his nine games. So they went and burn his ELC. Had a honestly had a terrible year in Sweden on a really bad uh, Jugarden team that actually got relegated. Didn't really fill up the stat sheet, but he uses. I talked to him earlier this summer. He used this summer this time to kind of work on his game, work on his you know trying to kind of build out and, and flesh out his game. Worked on trying to get his body ready for the grind of a, an 82 game season in the NHL. Um, but yeah, he, he's kind of the guy, Thomas Bordalo, again, another guy with the Sharks saw where at the end of the season, he played eight games with the Sharks looked solid, you know, showed some flashes there, but he might be a guy where I think right now there's just too much depth of depth, quote unquote, of just NHL caliber guys for him to kind of climb and make the team out of camp. But he'll probably start on the San Jose Barracuda for the season, but I wouldn't be surprised if he's called up halfway through the season and never looks back type of guy. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, One name who will not be back in San Jose is Brent Burns, and that's certainly a recognizable guy, probably the most recognizable player on their roster for a handful of seasons. What did you make of that move to Carolina? Was that you know, was that a smart play to, again, maybe signal the beginning of a new era or when you consider the money retained and all of that, do you think they would have been wiser to maybe hold on to him for another season? I think you had to. I mean, Mike Greer, he talked about with a lot of these veterans, you know, Burns, Couture, Vlasic, Eric Carlson, if they wanted to try to go win a cup, because he's he made it pretty clear that he doesn't think they're going to be able to win a cup over the next couple of years. So if you want to try to go win a cup, come to me and we'll try to work something out. And for Brent Burns, I thought Carolina is a great landing spot for him on a team that's kind of cup ready. I think his skill set fits what they want to do. Guy who likes to shoot from the point. Carolina led the league in uh, point shots in the power play. I think it's going to be a great fit there. Um, As far as the trade value, I don't think it was... I think it was actually kind of expected. I mean, you knew the Sharks were going to have to retain some money. And the actual... You know, they they got a, a player and they got a prospect and they got a third round pick, but the actual like just freeing up five million dollars of cap space for them to go do something else, I think was the big win for the trade. And you know, they use that money to go sign like Oscar Lindblom and you know, some of these other guys to try to again add some of that depth pieces. It's gonna be really weird for Sharks fans to not see Brent Burns. Um, they start the season in Europe, but then their first actual home game is against Carolina. Uh, so it's gonna be really weird to see Brent Burns um not wearing teal after he's been roaming the the blue line for the past uh almost decade now. And he's always been one of those guys, too, who's considered a, a, just a great teammate as well. Right. So that's mm-hmm. that's a fairly significant void in the room. Like never even mind the contributions on the ice, too. Yeah. You know, he was an alternate captain for the longest time. Um, gonna, It's going to be weird just not seeing him there. And, you know, he played he set his career high in minutes played last year on a pretty bad Sharks team. So it is definitely a huge void that they're going to have to try to fill on the blue line. Um, the hope is Eric Carlson can remain healthy throughout the season. And, you know, Ryan Merkley, who they, they picked in the first round, I think it was a 2018 or 2018 drafter. Um, him kind of taking that step that we've been waiting for of becoming an everyday NHL player and, you know, trying to provide more offense and work on his defensive game. But it's going to have to be a defense by committee with, with Brent Burns not there anymore. 
We heard a lot of Tomash Hurdle trade rumors uh, before he eventually signed that big money extension. Are we going to be getting the same with Timo Meyer this year? Or do you think there's a chance they just lock him up earlier on? Uh, I think it's going to be the exact same type of thing where we're probably going to be playing this all the way to the trade deadline. Um, the interesting thing with Timo Meyer, though, is he's going to be an RFA next year. So um, if a team does trade for him, there is the, the whole $10 million qualifying offer. So if you wanted to kind of play that game with him, you could, you know, kind of franchise tag him, I guess would be the best way to look at it and then go from there. But I think it's going to be the same type of thing where if Timo wants to say, I think they'll work out a deal. It'll probably be somewhere in the eight, eight and a half, uh, probably about eight year, eight and a half, $9 million kind of range for the sharks who if you look at the cap friendly sheet. It's, it's not the, the prettiest thing in the world, but if Timo decides that he doesn't want to play or he wants to go to a winner, um, I think the sharks are going to be able to get a haul for, for a guy who's, just entering his prime right now. Um, you know, he was almost a point per game player last year. And I, th- I think on a better team, he would easily be a, a point per game type of player for a, a contending team. What I know they say, you know, they want to be competitive and things like that. And Mike Greer is saying all the right things, but like Timo Myers, 25 years old. I always thought that during the Oilers decade of darkness, their fatal error was that they just burnt it right down, right? Brought the house down to the studs and they didn't have any semi veteran leaders or anything like that. Like to me, mm-hmm. if you're moving Timo Meyer, one, I think that's a mistake to trade a guy as good as him when he's only 25 and two, that would probably signal that it's going to be a longer rebuild than maybe they would expect. Right. Yeah. And, you know, bringing up, you know, he's going to be 25, he's 25 now, he'll be 26 when the season starts. If you sign up to an eight year deal, you're still getting five really good years, you know, elite to, to, to prime years out of Timo Meyer. And then you're probably getting three highly competitive years. And you're hoping by then this, the salary cap goes up and your, your, your salary cap can kind of clean up by them. But it would be really interesting, especially with the Tomas hurdle where they re-signed Tomas Hurdle. And then if you trade Timo Meyer, who's younger, has been healthier in, I don't think he's been as consistent as Hurdle. I mean, Hurdle's kind of like, you're getting 70 points out of 60, 70 points out of Hurdle as long as he's healthy. And Timo's had definitely had, you know, he's had a, a great year sandwich with two terrible years in the middle. And then last year he had a great year, but I think Timo Meyer, the basement of Timo Meyer is a 50 point player. And the absolute ceiling, you're looking at 85, potentially 90 point player if he's surrounded with, with good players. So it'll be interesting to see what they do. Again, if if they coming off the hurdle of signing, I, I think they try to lock up Timo Meyer at some point this season. But again, if he doesn't want to stay, then I think you have to trade him right then and there. Fair enough. Uh, I'm going to ask you this. This might be a bit of a tricky question considering the state that the Sharks are in, but but finish this sentence for me. This season will be a success for the Sharks if they win the lottery. <laughs> so is that yes, really your expectation um, is that it's just kind of a race to the bottom for them this year and, and see what the summer brings? I honestly think they're going to be one of the five worst teams in the, the NHL this year. Um the Pacific, I think, is going to be much better than what we've seen the last couple of years. I think um, L.A. got much better with Kevin Fiala. You know, the Oilers are, are going to probably going to be the the cream of the crop. Um, the Flames, I thought, it did a good job of pivoting. You know, this summer as well. The Ducks are going to be a little bit better. I think a lot of people are sleeping on Vancouver this year. I think they're going to be a potential playoff team. Who knows with the Knights, um, if those guys can stay healthy, they have two of the best, you know, players in the world on their team. I mean, outside of of you guys in in Edmonton. And I think Seattle with having 
Maddie Beneers and Shane Wright down the middle to start your franchise is a pretty solid option for them. So um, I, I just, I don't, I think the Sharks do have a lot of NHL caliber guys, but none of these guys kind of scream upside where you can be like, okay, I can see this guy maybe going for my, like a, you know, 20 point guy to maybe a 30, 40 point guy. And they just don't have a lot of these guys where you can see a big jump out of them. They just have a lot of solid guys and that'll win you some hockey games, but Again, I, I just I think the Pacific's gonna be so much better than what we've seen the past couple of years, and it's it's fine to be bad, especially what's supposed to be a really loaded twenty twenty three draft class. Uh, part one of this series was with the Vegas Golden Knights, Ken Bolke from Sinbin, and we talked about how man this division has Eichel and McDavid and Drysaddle. Now Shane Wright, you mentioned Matty Beneers, like. Can you imagine if knock on wood for your sake, if Connor Bedard winds up in this Pacific division, it's it'll be a juggernaut of a division for the next 15 seasons. If that happens, and that doesn't even include like the King, you know, the Kings have Byfield yeah. and, you know, you have Zegers McTavish and then Anaheim who are both going to be insanely good. Yeah. The Pacific is going to be good again soon. It, it's those ebbs and flows, right? You have a, you know, below average subpar division for four or five years. Well, what's the result? All those teams are making top 10 picks for a handful of seasons. Uh, yep. You talked about, you know, success for the Sharks would be a, being a lottery team. A, a, the other part of that likely would be gathering up some picks at the deadline. So I know we spitballed about Team O'Meara. We've talked about the deal that was already done over the summer for Brent Burns. Who else are you looking at and going, OK, this is like the list of trade pieces we have to maybe grab some second and third round picks at the deadline? Yeah, I think uh, Nick Benino, who's, you know, I think he can be a perfectly cromulent uh, middle six guy for a contending team. You know, he's going to be a veteran guy going to come in and, and, you know, nice guy and everything. Uh, James Reimer, if you're looking for some goaltending insurance, there's been rumors of him, you know, going to actually Edmonton uh, before, you know, Jack Campbell. But if maybe Campbell needs some more help, I think that would be a perfectly nice trade right there. You know, I guys like, Matt Nieto, you're looking for a penalty kill guy type like guy. I think basically anybody who's on the last year of their deal and, you know, you can, you can send off a bunch of these veteran guys to, to go help. And we, we saw the Sharks do that last season with Andrew Cogliano going to the, the abs, but yeah, I mean, there, there's a couple guys like that. Um, I don't think there's anybody unless Timo Meyer decides that he doesn't want to be, there's nobody that kind of really shakes a lot of the things up for some other teams, but there's some nice quality depth guys who could help uh, potential contenders kind of make that next step. So Nick Benino, despite being an American spends his summers up in Edmonton. And as a, I mean, the Oilers could be a team looking for center depth as well. I actually see like quite a few potential nice fits considering the Oilers might be looking for depth pieces throughout the season as well. Uh, I'm asking everyone this so I can get a nice consensus Pacific division expert ranking at the end. Who do you think are the playoff teams in this division this year? Uh, in the, I have Edmonton winning it. Um, actually have Vancouver second. Um, I think, again, I think there's a lot of people sleeping on them, uh, full year with Bruce Pedroa as the, the coach. Um, I think we have Elias Peterson kind of steps into that superstar club that we've been kind of waiting for him to jump into. Thatcher Demko um, then I'm going to have, what was that? Thatcher Demko could win the Vesna too for that team. Yeah, they, they have a lot of great guys on that team that could, yeah. So um, I, I expect them to kind of make a big push this year. Uh, I'm going to go Calgary three, and then I think the Kings make it in the wild card. 
Very good. That's uh, that's pretty close. I'm actually very high on the Canucks as well. That's been one of, one of my strong takes that I think I think they're probably better than the Vegas Golden Knights, in my opinion. I think I agree. With that. I think they're better than the L.A. Kings as well. Uh, I think Edmonton and Calgary are probably going to be one, two in some order. But I like that you're not sleeping on the Vancouver Canucks <laughs> either. Uh, J.D. Young from Locked on Sharks. This was a great chat. You enjoy the season and we'll uh, catch up in a few months. All right. Sounds good, buddy. Thanks. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much. But when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard Fixed Indemnity Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. All right, there you go. Big shout out to J.D. Young for joining me. Give him a follow on Twitter. He is J.D. Young, content boy, all over the place covering the San Jose Sharks. Before we keep going, got to give some love to our friends at Oodle Noodle. Ginger beef, if you're a listener of the Real Life Podcast, and you will understand what that joke is all about. But check out Oodle Noodle. Order in this week and combine Oodle Noodle and DoorDash. Why not? That'll do it for another edition of our Oilers Nation Radio Division previews. Thanks again for tuning in. I will be back on Tuesday when Princey joins the show and we talk a little Calgary Flames. Until then, enjoy your weekend and enjoy a fresh episode of ONR on Friday afternoon. Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. 
And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.